vibes. It's always good vibes when we chat with Mike Kliss. He's presented by Fitness Gallery, and he joins us on the Johnson Auto Plaza hotline. Mike, uh, we got the injury report late in the show yesterday uh, from yesterday's practice, and there was something on it we didn't see coming. It was Greg Dulcich who's dealing with a hamstring but also now a foot injury. Can you shed some light on um, on that? All I can say is uh, he suffered the injury in practice yesterday or, or the day before, I guess, the day before. And that's the reason why that's the reason why he didn't practice. Now, as far as him being ruled out here for this game, he wasn't playing anyway. Okay. I mean, they, they, they were, they were, you know, with a hamstring like that, you know, all the trouble he's had, he's been on the IR four times with that hamstring. So the, the plan was to uh, work him in slowly, um, practice this week, uh, play next week against New England when you get on grass. This week it's on Ford Field with the uh, artificial turf. Um, and if not next week, the, the following week against the Chargers, which is also an Empower Field. So it was, uh, you know, they were going to kind of monitor him and see if he could go against New England. If they thought he was kind of on the edge, they they play him the next week. And uh, but that foot, I'm not sure the extent of the foot injury. Uh, so still trying to find that out. But um, he wasn't going to play this week anyway. Unfortunate, Mike. Mike, with the Denver offense going in against a Lions defense that has not been doing particularly well for the last two weeks, what's going to have to happen for this offense to to win the game? Because I think it's going to come down to the offense if we're going to win this game. Yeah, the last five games, the Chargers have given up 29.8, so call it 30. The last five games, the Chargers have given up an average of 30 points. The Lions, you mean, Mike? Or the, the, yeah, the Lions. Yep. Who, who, what did I say? Chargers. That's okay. Oh, yeah, the Chargers. I was, I'm sitting there looking at the screen of uh, Brandon Staley. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, <it's bad. laughs> but they were in a shootout with the Chargers. I think it was uh, 38-35, 41-38, something like that a few weeks ago. And so, um, yeah, the, the Lions play some uh, shootouts. Uh, they struggle against the, you know, Justin Fields has given them fits. He, he's had a great success against them. Yep. The Bears should have won the game three weeks, uh, three or four weeks ago. Uh, blew a late lead and then um, I think a two-score lead late. And then um, the Bears got him uh, last week. So uh, there's no doubt the Broncos – I agree, Philip. Uh, the Broncos should score in this game, and and not just the twenty four that they've been scoring. Um, you know, they should get they should push thirty in this game, and they may have to because the Lions are pretty explosive on offense. Yeah, they've uh, they, they've had a real real rough stretch here defensively. Um, go looking back at the Broncos' offense, it feels like the run game here has gotten a little bit stale. Uh, in in our yeah. previous segment, Phil said, uh, I, I thought he said it well, they they do just enough. Um, what's the key to catching traction once again on the ground? Yeah, um, I don't know because um, the Detroit playing, uh, Lions are uh, are a physical team and they can be uh, they can be physical up front. So um, it it. It may be difficult this time. You know, Javante broke the. Uh, I think he heard you, Zach, last week. He broke a twenty-yard run. Yeah. <laughs> so now, so, so he now has a twenty-one and a twenty-yard yep. uh, long uh, uh, run. So, 
you know, and it looked like uh, he was he was close to he was one move away. Javante doesn't usually use that one move. You know, he he runs over the safety rather than try to juke him. But um, you know, P. Ryan uh, has got that sore right knee. Uh, he had a brace on it during practice uh, when we saw him last, and so he's not a hundred percent. So that's uh, that's concerning. And Jaleel McLaughlin, it'll be interesting. He's on turf, so that that helps him. Uh, that helps his speed back. Um, but the Lions are kind of a rough and tough group, and you know he's not a rough and tough type of back. Uh, maybe he doesn't have to be if they don't catch him. So I think uh, you know I. He is the secret weapon. Uh, he's just been too much of a secret here the last six or seven weeks. He, mm. he started getting a couple five, eight-yard uh, gains uh, here the last game. Maybe maybe he's close to busting out. Mike, at this point, P.J. Locke, should we be concerned with his injury status? Um, and if so, who's going to be right behind him? Yeah, uh, behind him would be Delarian uh, Turner-Yell, um, who, you know, he's been there. When when Kareem was out suspended and and or when Justin Simmons was out with an injury, I should say, um, and PJ Locke was out with an injury earlier this year, Delary and Turner Yell was was the safety and and he struggled, um, but I do think PJ will play. It was good that he played that he practiced uh, yesterday. It was uh, th- from what I understand, he got hit in the throat, so while it's uh, painful. Um, there's the fact that he was out there means uh, he's on the uh, probable side of questionable, if you will, mm. as far as uh, game status, uh, because they need him. They, they, they you know, um, one thing about PJ Locke, um, this team, the way he plays, he and uh, Jaquan McMillan, uh, they need those two guys to keep up this takeaway speed, energy. You know, play on fire. Those are the two guys that are really bringing that to this defense. Yeah, and and, and something that I read uh, this morning really uh, caught me off guard concerning PJ Locke. Believe it or not, PJ Locke is the first Bronco safety ever to register yeah. a sack in three straight games, and it's just the fifth time in NFL history that a safety has ever registered a sack in three consecutive games. How about that? Crazy. You know, I, I I did a book here recently about the uh, Broncos all-time all-stars, where I picked a uh, I picked the starters at each position. That's what the basically the project was about. And safety, to me, was where the Broncos had the deepest position uh, on defense, and maybe overall um, in their history. I mean, their their very first two games in 1960. Goose Goslin had six interceptions, two in the first game, four in the second game wow, that the Broncos man. ever played. So he started it. He started this uh, safety tradition. And then he had Billy Thompson, who was terrific. Um, Steve Foley is the all-time interceptions leaders from the Orange Crush. Mm-hmm. Uh, those two were terrific. Then you had Atwater and Dennis Smith, of course, uh, John Lynch, and now, um, and now Justin Simmons. So they've had uh, – more great players probably at safety than any other position. Um, maybe you can come up with some linebackers in that same grip. But, uh, but yeah, that is saying something when uh, P.J. Locke has done something that, that Atwater hasn't done, Dennis Smith hasn't done, and on down the line. Wow. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Mike, 
in order for us to win this game, what player, who do you think the player is that needs to step up the most? Oh, um, I, I guess, uh, do I say, uh, do I say uh, uh, Jerry Judy? Uh, it, it, it's overdue. He didn't step up. They tried to get him to step up last week, and yeah. it didn't happen. You know, as this keeps going on, you you would think that Cortland Sutton would get uh, increasingly double teamed. Mm. You know, roll roll that safety over to to, to cover him. Uh, the Lions play a lot of man to man press, and sometimes uh, you know the man to man press. Judy, I think, has a little better chance of getting free off the line than maybe even Cortland. Um, uh, does against the man-to-man press. So uh, Judy might Judy might have a nice game. Again, it's a fast track at uh, at Ford uh, Field, but uh, obviously he's got to catch the ball, and Russ has to see him for that to happen. Um, and after last week, it's kind of tough to go back to Judy. Mm. So, uh, but still, this is the type of game where I think the Lions are going to be fired up. The Lions are going to give it their 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 best shot here. Yep. Uh, you you heard Dan Campbell this week. Uh, they're they're they're, they're going to have to give their best shot. But I also think there's some pressure on them. I think they're feeling a little heat because things are going south on them. So it's a big game for the Lions. It could be a little tight around the collar. And um, the Broncos are going to need some unique weapon to, to bust through, which is what good teams do, someone different each week. So Judy's the one that's overdue. Yeah, yeah, far overdue. Uh, before we let you go, uh, because we know you're traveling here, and thanks for making uh, some time for us and adjusting the schedule here. Um, when you wrote that book, I, I want to go back to that before we cut you loose. And you went, you did the the all time starters for the Broncos. Did you do like a depth chart too, or did you just do starters? You know, I did starters, and I had um, candidates for each okay. position. Okay. So, so in other words. Um, yeah, you know, like a quarterback, uh, you got to go. You had to go Elway, right? I, I guess you know. Yeah. I, I went Elway, sure. Number one, sure. Uh, Peyton Manning was, you know, Peyton Manning was maybe second. Yeah, <laughs> he was in consideration. Uh, How kind of you, Mike? <laughs> yeah, uh, Craig Morton uh, was was probably third. Uh, Jake Jake Plummer got some mention. Okay. Um, that was that well, was about it. Well, I here, think uh, under the quarterback, but well, I, but that's the way I did it. I had I had candidates, and then I picked a starter. All right. So here's my question on the way out here, outside of the safety mm-hmm. position, because you already kind of went through that. What position was hardest to pick the starter? Uh, I'm gonna have to think. Well, first of all, I had to fudge and get both Floyd Little and Terrell Davis at uh, running back. I, I went with a split backfield there. Oh, geez. Um, that's the e- easy way out, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Linebacker probably would been would have been the next. Uh, you know, here was, here was the problem with the book. The There's 4-3 defense, which the Broncos had most of their, and this is, a, this is an all-time book, right? All-time means 60s, 70s, right, right, 80s, right. all that. Mostly 4-3. But the Broncos were also at the forefront of the 3-4, yeah. which they now use now. So Vaughn Miller, for instance, um, old time, he would have been a defensive end. Um, you know, today he's a 3-4 outside linebacker. So there was uh, there was some difficulty there separating a def- a 4-3 defensive end from a 3-4 outside linebacker. 
the inside linebackers. You know, uh, Mecklenburg was a pass-rushing inside linebacker. He he was on the inside on first and second down. He went to the outside on third down and had 79 sacks in his career. Mm. There's a guy, you know, who's just way getting overlooked for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. There's never been another defensive player like Mecklenburg. Um, maybe Clay Matthews uh, with the Packers a couple of years ago. Um, but but Mecklenburg did it his whole career. So the, those, those those were kind of the kind of the things, you know, the linebackers, you had Tom Jackson, Gratishar, yep. you, then you had uh, someone like Al Wilson, yep. Yep. a middle linebacker. So it was nice hard to, the linebackers role changed over the years. You know, they covered and stopped the run early and they were, pat, there were more pass rushers later. So that made it difficult. Well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pick that up. I'm gonna have to pick that up, Mike, yeah, uh, because yeah. I, I I know I know a lot of it. I put a lot of time in to understand the context of the history, but uh, I know I, I don't know it all, and I, I'm sure I could get something out of that book. Um, well, I pinned it. I pinned it on my Twitter account. That is uh, uh, somewhere out there in the stratosphere. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm using nine nine new sports Twitter account right now while I'm while I'm whatever I'm at locked out of my Twitter account, but, uh, you can go to Amazon. It's called, uh, the Denver Broncos all-time all-star, something like that. Well, Mike, who, who, who's winning this game, man? Uh, I think, um, I'm, I guess I'm going to go, I'm going to go a little bit with the Broncos here. Um, if they can get up, especially if they can get up early, I think they could put the heat on, uh, on the lions. um, I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go Broncos here. They're just hot, and and they seem to be a real confident uh, team that's playing. Uh, dare I say, over their heads a little bit. Yeah. And uh, the Lions are got the wrong way momentum. So um, stick with the team with the momentum, the right momentum. I like it, Mike. Thanks for your time and uh, safe travels. Okay. All right, see you guys. All right, there he goes. Mike Kliss uh, presented by Fitness Gallery.